Welcome to Life in Balance. I'm Ken Miles, pastor of Kitchener-Waterloo Christian Fellowship. We all know that life can be hectic, and sometimes its demands can pull us off balance. The good news is that God has given practical insights in His Word for keeping life on an even keel, despite the pressures we may face. This program is designed to help us understand and apply God's wisdom in our everyday lives. Good Tuesday, everyone. Well, we've been talking about gifts that God has given us. Common, everyday gifts that every person has. You have them. It's just perhaps that you have not opened them. You haven't seen them as a gift. You haven't used them. This week, we're talking about gifts of growth. And we have already dealt with the gift of learning. We've looked at the gift of problems. Yes, problems are a gift. And we have seen the benefit that comes from having problems and overcoming them. Now, yesterday we were talking about the gift of gratitude. This is another gift of growth. It is a gift of growth because it enables us to keep growing. Without gratitude, you will become full of pride. You will see all of your endeavors, all your accomplishments as something that you have achieved on your own. And as a result, there will be a taint. There will be a smell around your life that others can detect. You may not detect it. It's almost like body odor. You don't realize you have it, but everyone else does. And when someone has aspects of pride in their life, they're quite self-contained. They, they look down on other people. They don't feel they need other people. They don't recognize what other people have done in their lives. There's an odor that comes around that kind of personality. And we need to cleanse ourselves from that. And, and what we've been sharing is that gratitude is the cleansing agent as you recognize that God and others are actually responsible for the achievements of your life, it cleanses us from pride. It puts things back in the right perspective. The scripture says God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. The more humble we are, the more God can give us grace, the more we can receive. The more we receive, the more benefit we have, the more we can help others. Scripture says, freely you have received, freely give. But when you lose sight of what you have and what you're giving to others has been given to you, this, that you are not the source of this. God is the source. Other people have sown into your life. When you lose sight of that, then pride comes in and it caps what you can become and what you can do for others. And so this gift of gratitude is very, very important. Now, Yesterday, we began to look a little bit of how you cultivate this gift. And we saw that first, our coming to church, our time of worship in the presence of the Lord, cultivates it. The scripture tells us in First Chronicles 16 and verse 8, Oh, give thanks to the Lord, call upon his name, make known his deeds among the peoples, sing to him, sing psalms to him, talk of all his wondrous works. Now, a church that truly is a worshiping church are singing songs of praise and thanksgiving to God that lifts up his name, that makes known his deeds among the people, that as we sing, it talks of his wondrous works. Now, 
This is what this verse says. And I'm thankful that God has just brought such a profusion of worship songs to the church. There are groups that are being raised up all over the world that are spearheading a worship and praise to the Lord as never before. And I encourage you, you need to be part of a worshiping church. You need to be part of a church where songs of praise and thanksgiving are a central part of the church service. That you're just not singing a few hymns by rote. And and don't misunderstand me. There's nothing wrong with hymns. And there are beautiful hymns that express our worship and praise to the Lord. But sadly, sometimes we just mouth the words and there's really no worship that comes forth from our hearts. And so whether it's a hymn or whether it's a chorus or whether it's a new song that's just come out, we need to make sure that as we come together as Christians, that we are worshiping the Lord, as the scripture says, in spirit and in truth. That the words that we are singing are true, but also our spirit is engaged and there is an excitement and joy that's expressed through our singing. So the first way that we can cultivate gratefulness is just being part of a church that worships. And I tell you, you can come into a worship service and feel pretty dry and feel pretty down, but if you're among God's people that are genuinely worshiping, it is infectious and your spirit will be lifted up and praise will be released in your heart. And I don't know how many times I've come into a service and you just start because, well, we're starting and someone's leading. But by the end of that worship time, my heart is released to God, my spirit is lifted up, and genuine gratitude has been released from my heart. So that is one of the first ways to unwrap this gift of gratitude. Now the second way, and this is really important, I I believe, is to have sort of a journal of gratefulness that you document the way God has answered prayer, the ways God has blessed you, the ways that he has used other people in your life. Because our definition of humility is recognizing that God and others are responsible for the achievements in my life. And so there is a recognition that God has put other people around you that have benefited you. And the more that you can bring that to mind, the more gratitude you will have in your heart. I encourage you to have an album of gratefulness, a a gallery of gratefulness that you actually put together photos of the people that have benefited your life. You know, it might start with parents. And you know, I think the younger you do this, the better. If you're a teenager listening to me today, get an album, put a picture of your mom and dad and think of the ways they have blessed your life. They have. I tell you, I can't begin to tell you the blessing that my father and my mother were to me. The example that they set, the ways that they lived, they shaped my life. And I am eternally grateful to them. I think of pastors that I've had. I I can see their faces right now. People that encouraged me when I was a young person that helps shape my spiritual life, that I saw in them something that I wanted to be. For you, there might be a picture of a Sunday school teacher that was someone that helped you or spoke to you in some way that encouraged you. 
It can be a teacher. It can be a teacher in school who took special interest in you and saw something in you that others didn't. And they drew you out or encouraged you. It may have been a coach that encouraged you. There are so many people around us. Listen, we are all a product of our environment. And God uses people around us. If you're open, if you have a humble heart to receive, and you can recognize and you can understand how people have blessed you, you will be better off for it. Gratitude will grow in your heart. You know, saying this, I'm sure that... I don't know what percentage of people will go ahead and do this. Two, three percent of the people that are listening will actually get a photo album, put pictures in there of the people that have blessed their life. I don't know how many will actually do it, but I tell you, those that do will have a greater measure of gratefulness in their heart than those that just sort of say, well, yeah, I know that people have blessed me, but they never think about it again. They never have anything that draws their mind to it. They don't have a book that they can sit down and open. I remember years ago hearing the story about someone that was depressed and and just couldn't get out of their depression. And a pastor came by and saw them and said, what I encourage you to do is sit down and think about people that have encouraged your life through the years and write them a letter and tell them how they have benefited your life. Well, this person started to do that. And through the process of writing letters of gratitude to people, the depression lifted. I tell you, gratefulness has so many benefits in our life. Drop that card to someone. You know, now we hardly ever write a card. I mean, it's an email and emails are fine. But if you take the time to get a card and write a note to someone, just just a friend, some someone that touched your life in some way and and every day just just drop a card to him or or just a phone call to say you know I was just thinking about what you did and and I just appreciated it so much I just wanted to call and say thanks that that was such a blessing or that was such an encouragement to me we need to do acts that express our gratitude we said yesterday that the word gratuity comes from the same word that gratitude comes from But a gratuity is something that's very tangible. It's when we give a tip to someone, where we actually open our wallet and we give them some money. That's a gratuity. It's not just a feeling of appreciation, but it's actually an act when you give something to someone. And I tell you, gratefulness is thanksgiving. It's not just a feeling of thanks, but you are actually giving the thanks. So I just encourage you today. You know, it's one thing to hear these principles and I'm sure that most everyone that's listening to me today, they're, they're nodding their head and they're saying, you know, that, that's true. And yeah, and when I've done that, that's really been a benefit. And, and if we did that, we'd all be so much better off. But how many of us will actually unwrap this gift much more than what we've ever done before? I tell you, we have so many good intentions. I'm, I'm talking for myself. Uh, I have so many good intentions. When I'm reading something, uh, it will inspire me, and I think, oh, man, that's good, and I want to do that. But I find that many times I don't follow through. And because I don't follow through, I don't get the benefit that I would have otherwise. It's one thing to know it. It's another thing to do it. You know, Jesus said when he was talking to his disciples, if you know these things... Blessed are you if you do them. You see, the blessing came in the doing, not the knowing. 
if you know these things, blessed are you if you do them. And so I'm encouraging you, as you've heard me today, talk about this whole area of gratitude and and to put legs to it and to actually express it in tangible ways to people that we wouldn't just be hearers of the word and sort of nodders to the word and, and agreeers to the word, but we'll actually be doers of the word, that we will translate these thoughts into action, that there will be acts of gratitude, acts of thanksgiving that will go to people. I tell you, when you are around someone that you know is genuinely grateful, you know, you just bend over backwards for them. I tell you, just just talking to spouses here, you know, sometimes we can get so cold and indifferent to one another and we take each other for granted. If we could just start expressing gratitude to our spouse and saying thanks, and I appreciate that what you did, and not with any kind of edge on it, but just a genuine gratefulness for what the other person has done, or contribution that they have made to our life, I tell you, that that will produce love. A lot of the difficulties and the, and the hard edges that are in our relationships. The gift of gratitude. Well, we'll continue tomorrow with the next category, the gifts of the heart. I'm Ken Miles. Bye for now. Life in Balance is a ministry of KW Christian Fellowship. We are located at 1000 Bleams Road in Kitchener. We would love to have you join us this Sunday for one of our services. The times are 9.30 and 11.30. Just go to our website at kwcf.org to register and to check out all our other activities. We have events for children, youth, and people of all ages. Our mission is to connect people with God and each other so we may fulfill our purpose in life. Till next time, may God keep your life in balance.